0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com. That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. A red Cross was me. Pregnant ladies and little kids better get the hell out of the way. Because I am running. I'm just, I'm like Forrest Gump, dude. I am
1: running. So, the Titanic was the biggest ship on the ocean, but that didn't mean it was unsinkable. Okay. All right.
0: I want you
2: to use Ombudsman in a sentence next week. <laughs> I got one for you. My name is Kevin, the official Ombudsman to the Just Press Play Podcast. You like apples? <laughs> Welcome into another edition of the Jess Press Play podcast. We have Pops and LJ here. What's going on guys? What's up, my dude? What's up? We are down, you know, kind of like the NFL uh, with these surprise COVIDs. We have surprise inactives and Uncle Tony does not have COVID. Let me say that first, <laughs> but we are a surprise inactive. We're recording a little later than usual. So maybe Uncle Tony's uh, gotten into his drink a little too much or it's possible. I, I, Pops, you might have to back me up. I think Uncle Tony for a living works like in... Electric right? That's yeah, kind he's of electric.
0: Like, he's one of those guys that controls the power grid. He like puts electricity <laughs> from this grid to the next grid, and I guess he he messed there's up a, maybe.
2: Yeah, because well, the reason Uncle Tony's not with us is because he's currently without power. Um, I don't maybe maybe he forgot to get the power grid set up, or maybe I, I, there is rumors out there, sources that uh, maybe he didn't pay his electric bill on time, and so he's <laughs> waiting to see if they can get it started up tonight. So we'll see. The, the, we say this just to say that. Uncle Tony may join us a little bit later if he can figure out the power grid and get his uh, electricity back <laughs> on. God, uh, I hope so, he can. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. No telling how many how many drinks Uncle Tony have to tell us about, but we'll see. Um, we have a lot to talk about, a lot of good stuff from the NFL. Uh, the Arkansas Razorbacks are back in the rankings. Who knows if we mention that? I just want to make sure that was noted at the top <laughs> gets of thrown the,
0: out, the yeah. podcast. I think if who knows if we mention it, we mentioned it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, first, and also later on the pod, I, I don't know, Pops, if you have a bougie problem, but I will need you to explain to me some slang. I, I, usually, I would think we're the ones explaining that to you, but there's something that you put in text messages every now and then that I just don't understand.
0: Oh, I'm
1: interested. And so
2: we'll, I'll, we'll have to I'll let do you my explain best. it to Kevin. I'll, I'll do my best,
0: uh, young grasshopper.
2: <laughs> but before we get into what happened this past week in the NFL, can, can I talk about the biggest sham, not only in the NFL, but maybe just, just, in general I can't wait please do yeah please, please. so shout out to uh, A.J Dillon for becoming not only has he become a great a, a top tier running back in fantasy football with Aaron Jones being out, but he's now the because now he's the starter at Green Bay but he's also become a part owner wow. in the Green Bay Packers because he he bought some uh, stake in because they, they offered up some stock and now he can be a, a public ownership but that's my problem. that is the biggest sham. In the world. So you right now can have a chance. The the Green Bay Packers are selling $90 million of stock to the public. It's not new. The team has done it six times before and is the only football team with a public ownership structure. Shares are going for about $300 each, but essentially have no value at all. They pay no dividend and don't allow any say in how the team is run. And then the Packers use your money for improvements at Lambeau Field. So... It's just you get a plaque that's like, "Oh, I'm part owner." You pay $300, say, "Oh, I'm part owner," but you like not you don't even profit off of it.
1: It's yep. nothing. It's it's like having an NFT, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I get like they wouldn't actually give like Joe Blow uh say like, "What do you think we should do with this Aaron Rodgers situation?" But you could at least <laughs> profit off of it if the Packers do well. Like it, it you nothing. It's just a sham. Nothing. Nothing. I might as well put up a plaque in my house that says, "I am a public owner" because you I get paid the same well, thing. Well, I think that that's what you, what you get, you right? It. You do yeah. get a plaque. I mean, it's I think it's you get a plaque yeah. that
0: says you own a share of stock in the Green Bay Packers. But that's what you get for 300 bucks.
2: Why would I, Jerry I, or every owner? Why, why wouldn't you do the same thing? You just get yeah, well, I think we need to start you.
0: selling ownership
1: in the Just Press Play podcast. Uh, you get no right. saying we'll anything. We'll
2: start lower than $300. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> No, no. $301. <laughs> We're the hot topic.
2: <laughs> uh, we are the topic that matters So that's just I, I just wanted to get that off Because that, that's a shame Plus I knew we were going to talk about the Packers a little later So I, I'm just well, oh, Anyway Let's get on to Week What are we on? Was it week 10? It, is wait, is we just week finished week 10 Yeah Week 10 So we got week 11 uh, Before we get on to week 11 Let's uh, hear a quick word from our sponsor
3: Waking up on a crisp winter's morning, stepping out on your front porch and taking a sip of that first morning's cup of joe. You listen out and there's a bird that sounds. Where's the bird come from? Well, I don't know. Somewhere off yonder. I sit here and I think to myself, you know, living out in the mountains and solitudes got its perks, but I sure do miss a sense of community. Community. And then I remember there's a place somewhere beyond the pines where we can all get together and speak on our favorite sporting topics or movie reviews. Hell, sometimes there's a YouTuber or two that gets on there and live streams an AMA. Where's this that I'm thinking of? Oh, yes. Spotify Green Room spotify dream room get blasted in the ears
2: all right let's get into it um we might have another uh update on kevin's power rankings uh we also need to talk uh playoff picture uh who's in who's out and and and, uh, how we're gonna find i think pop said this before we started uh, recording how we're gonna even find eight teams to make it in in the and afc (laughs) we're gonna have to dig to the bottom (laughs) of the barrel um where where do where do we want to start? Do we want to start with uh, the Chiefs being back, or is there a game in specific you want to start with? Oh, actually, huh, I know where we can start. Uh, LJ, <laughs> yeah, where uh, the the listeners? I've got some feedback from a few listeners. Okay. Some who were Cowboys fans, they enjoyed the segment. They were good sports about it. They said, but they also were like, as the Cowboys were up, I forget what it was, a thirty-six to three in the <laughs> second quarter. In the second quarter, uh. They just wanted me to, to relay a message to to okay. you, LJ. That, I'm that it was uh, simply, "How you like them apples?"
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't. I mean, I I I don't love them. I don't love being wrong. Um, I also don't love that the Broncos were lost by worse than the Cowboys did last week. So uh, it was to a big an lose- NFC East team. Yeah, to it was an a big NFC lose, lose yeah. this week. Uh, football kind of sucks. It wasn't fun. <laughs> um, so heard. Yeah, thanks for the feedback, everybody. Um, I'll uh, try not to talk shit when there's nothing to back it up yet, you know? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I, I do on that Cowboys game Pops, did you did you notice the the disrespectful timeout? I think it was the most disrespectful timeout of all time that Mike McCarthy called towards the end of the first half.
0: I don't guess I did. What was it? Tell me about so it. So
2: I really think they were going with the big uh uh this was a big one, I think it was kind of typical. I think we we mentioned this last week that Bet on the Cowboys and Bills to have huge bounce backs because it was just weird <laughs> games that they had, yeah. and they'll probably bounce back against teams that aren't that great. And so, but also Arthur Smith, the head coach of the Falcons, some point last week mentioned that uh we we're we're happy with the way they're on a three-game winning streak, and he was like, We're happy with how things are going this year. Things are going good. We like this squad. We got, I think he we got I think he mentioned something to the lot to the note of. We got all the guys, the no heart guys out of the building. If you realize, Dan Quinn was the head coach last year and was fired. <laughs> I don't know if he was talking about the head coach, but it's just interesting to mention. And then the Cowboys defense played really, really well last week. And with it being 36-3, to which you don't – it's hard to get 36-3 in any NFL game, let alone in the first half of an NFL game. All these guys are paid to play, as we've said before. Mm-hmm. Um. The Falcons get the ball back with like thirty seconds left, and they're clearly they're going to run the ball and just let's let's get out of this half. This has been the half from hell. Let's just go to halftime. <laughs> okay, so Cowboys, where you're going? <laughs> with just one timeout, the Cowboys only have one timeout, so not enough to like stop the clock multiple times to get the ball back. Call that timeout to just make the Falcons run it one more time <laughs> to run out the rest of the half. That oh wow, that's a total like screw. And we also uh, win for two. After we blocked that punt, because they had 12 men on the field, so we we moved that two-point conversion that would have been from the two to the one. And Mike McCarthy's like, yep, yep, let's go for two. Let's do it. And I don't have a problem with it, but it did seem like a big two middle fingers to the Falcons for our boy, backwards hat Dan Quinn, from Dan F-bomb Quinn up there.
0: (laughs) Well, hell, Mike McCarthy's just scared of not using a timeout. I mean, good (laughs) Lord, he can't use a timeout to save his ass, right?
2: There's also a headline going out right now that uh, Mike McCarthy apparently used anti-monkey butt powder to motivate the Cowboys. (laughs) I'm not exactly sure where to go with that. That was uh, Jory Epstein, a a reporter, tweeted out that after the Broncos kicked the Cowboys' butts last week, Mike McCarthy displayed anti-monkey butt as a motivational tool, saying how better to reduce tension than anti-friction powder on the hiney. So... (laughs) We Mike McCarthy does some weird things to motivate, um, and this is just another example. I well, suppose.
0: I can tell you, and you've both been there. We do have some anti monkey butt powder at the uh, at the cabin at the mm-hmm. river. Very true. And although, well, I've never caught monkey butt up there, so perhaps <laughs> it works.
2: I, I mean, I have used it; it's delightful. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay. That's actually – that's the type of content our listeners come for is, is what, 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 how does <laughs> what is anti-monkey butt work? What's our thoughts on it?
0: <laughs> that's powder on the ash reporting right there, boys.
2: <laughs> powder <laughs> on the ash reporting. Uh, so, LJ, I think you might have some stats to, to back this up. It, it feels like this season, we just saw last week where the Cowboys – it'd be one thing to lose to the Broncos but just got crushed by the Broncos – you saw the, the Bills lose to the Jaguars. And then this week you see Tom Brady and the Buccaneers off of a bye, off of a bye where they lost the week before, come in and kind of lay an egg against the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. It feels like there's a lot of random losses and then huge blowouts. Does that have – it? one, can you just tell me, is what my, what I feel like I'm seeing on Sunday – have make any like, is it true? Does it, does his numbers back up? Is it, more it, up? Than is, usual? it just,
0: is that your question? Is it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, so it seems the, more than usual. I definitely got the numbers for you. So, uh, so I've defined an upset, uh, where an underdog of seven or more points, uh, according to Vegas, uh, outright wins the game. Right. Does that feel like a pretty okay. good upset? Feels right. So yeah, down by this touch, season, underdog
2: or touchdown or more.
1: yeah. So this season that has happened nine times, um, in the 10 weeks that we've been playing. Right um so last year that happened uh through 10 weeks eight times the year before that it happened eight times the year before that i think it was 12 the year before that i think it was six so really we're right in the sort of median as far as upsets go it, it's not right. that unusual to see these so then i thought what else We might crazy be slightly else?
2: above average but we're we're right around average
1: right like. and then so we're within uh, a standard deviation of the average absolutely like. um but we're sounding smart yeah Look at you stats. Um, So uh, so then, you know, blowouts like let's look into blowouts. We have had 33 games decided by 20 or more points um, through 10 weeks. That seems like a lot. Well, it does seem like a lot. So there's been um, something like 115 games so far this year, something like that. And so 33 out of 115 is pretty crazy. The year before that, 23. The year before that, 24. The year before that, 27. So it is up over the last four years. But if you look over the last 10 years, we're really pretty close. The average for the last 10 years is 27 and a half games um, with those sorts of blowouts. So 33 to 27, that's five games out of like 115 games. That's not that big of a difference. But it is still you you are definitely perceiving that it is slightly
0: crazier than usual, but only slightly. Well, can I ask this, LJ, are you doing that percentage based on a season that's only went through week 10 based on others that have been through week 16? No, you know? I did. I did. I, ooh, big boy stats. Got it. Uh,
1: yeah. All <laughs> okay. this is through right. 10
0: week stats. All
2: this is okay. through 10 weeks. All right. Weeks. My bad. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a good question. Well, the viewer was thinking, the viewer might not realize that we got stats right here. This <laughs> is stats. So, like, yeah. so I'm glad you clarified because the viewers probably, or the viewer, I don't know why I keep saying the viewer. The listeners probably thinking that same thing. So glad we clarified uh, so one of those weird losses, as we mentioned, was the the Buccaneers, and that now that's two losses in a row. That's a loss to the the Washington football team has not been good. I guess Taylor Heineke plays his best football against the Buccaneer against Tom Brady. That's just because <laughs> if you remember that playoff game was kind of interesting yeah. last year, and then he no, played he well. Is. He had a ten minute ten minute ninety yard drive. Where they ran out the entire clock, ran out the whole clock. Wow! Do we think, uh, Pops? we talked a lot about how good the Buccaneers were. We just a week ago we talked about how the MVP is just lining up for the goat, Tom Brady. It are, are they broken? Are you worried? Not worried. Uh, I'm, I'm not worried. You know what? The I panic think? button's still totally away. You're not even like
0: looking to see where it is. I'm not because I mean, look, I've got, I've listed eight games this week, eight games that really shocked me. I mean, and I could, I could go over them. San Francisco beating the Rams, you know. So anyway, so eight beating games this weekend that really blew my mind. I can think of several last weekend we talked about. I mean, Dallas got their ass kicked. Um, uh, I can't remember who Bills, else now. Bills, Jags, yeah, yeah, the Bills. So, so what? I I really kind of think, honestly, that with the seventeenth game, I do think it has something to do with it. I think they're going. You know what? We're going to take a week off, which you have to be. I, they obviously can't completely take a week off because what's interesting in football, if you play half-assed, generally is when you get hurt. But I mean, it does seem like some of them are thinking. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what do they call load management. And not right. try that hard or something for one game because what does it matter? Everybody now has got at least two losses, right? Even the even the Cardinals. Yep. Everybody. Yep. yep. So
2: I've, I've heard, heard other people. I've heard other people. I, think they could other play people. Into it,
0: I guess Kevin's what I'm saying.
2: I've heard other people that get paid a lot more than us to uh, give their opinion about sports also have that same opinion that that they think 17. I LJ. I, am I? I don't see how 17 games would would affect it. But I did something Pop said kind of worked on me is. We are seeing the load management in sports happen more often. Maybe this is just it hitting football for once. And I don't know if it has anything to do with 17 games as much as it's just them realizing my boy LeBron takes a game off every now and then. Like maybe, and look at him, he's still playing really well at 37. I, what do you think lj
1: so i hadn't thought about that when when you I, you posed the question through text earlier today and and it was yeah is 17 games a factor i cannot imagine how 17 games would be a factor but was that yeah, one more what dad's saying well yeah and we haven't even hit the one more yet um so yeah but what dad's saying does make sense they'd be you know maybe taking it a little bit easier one week here and there um but i do imagine you know who who's taking the week off, right? Like is, I mean, maybe you're sitting deck, right? When you actually maybe don't have to quite as badly or something like right. that. Right, But uh, otherwise, like who's taking the week off? Like who on the Buccaneers took this week off?
2: I mean, they didn't, they didn't Let's see, see what my thing, Brown, thing is. Ron Antonio Ronkowski. Brown didn't, which I want to get into that. But, <laughs> but. my thing pops is, you're I, I totally get I think the resting Dak thing was Dak maybe could have went and they were like uh oh, we got 17 games, it's not worth this one game against the Vikings, and they got a win, which was very lucky for them or ha- good for them. But these a lot of these these random games we're seeing where these good teams are losing, like Josh Allen wasn't resting. Yeah, who took that? Dak week? wasn't yeah. resting against the Broncos. Uh nobody rested for well, Robert Woods was out, but no one rested. Like those guys are playing, and if you're playing, like you said, half – that's really dangerous to do, and I do think you're seeing the the NFL is not college football, where every team is even the shitty teams they got real players on them, and, and so if if you don't go full full one hundred full buggy, a team like the Broncos. Can all of a sudden be up twenty three to zero on you, quick, fast, and hurt. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I think Tony said it last week. You, you think about how I, I think Dallas thought we got last week. We got Dak coming back. He's just fixing to throw the football all over the field. We're going to score, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And I do think that if. And so I think the rest of the team let down just a little bit, and 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 what you're talking about, I think
2: just a little bit, yeah, makes a big difference.
0: Can be the difference. And now
2: it's a level playing field. That and, was and that but that uh, Bills Jags games that was a real that wasn't a blow. That was a close game, and so you let off the the gas a little bit, and all of a sudden you got a real a real game. You got a real fans. game.
0: And, and I want to add one other thing. I do think I don't know that they're really taking off per sure. se. Sure, sure. But I think they might be relaxing a little bit, and that can be the difference. And I do think the players. Many of them think they got hoodwinked into this seventeenth game. Sure,
2: and, I do believe. I do I think, think that's a valid, the like owners a
0: valid perspective on it. Um,
2: I think you're right on that one, at least.
0: Yeah, yeah for sure. So,
2: one um, you did mention something about uh, if you play half ass, you could get injured. Well, one way to avoid that is just play. Like Teddy Bridgewater, and just don't even try to tackle him. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> right. Wow. We, time out.
0: Before we sit on
2: this, we have just, said just that play the quarterback, Noah's.
0: hey, we've said that the quarterback throws an interception, don't go try to make the tackle. Correct. We've Correct. Said that. But
2: this is for all the quarterbacks out there that's because uh, this is a, uh, we've noticed by the looking at the research of this podcast, most of the quarterbacks in the world listen to this one. It's yeah. pretty important. Right, for right, them. right. Uh, well, do 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 what Teddy Bridgewater did, but like dive. Yeah, or like, make it look you know, good. Do so- make it look good. That was that was bad. Yep. And Bridgewater, a guy I like yeah. because I don't think Me he's too. like a great quarterback, but I do respect him. I mean, he's also the same guy who he had such a bad injury. They thought they might have to amputate his leg. Yeah, like it was it was really bad in practice, and he's back playing. So I don't think it's a toughness thing. It's just, and he even said he was like watching that back on film was tough. Yeah, like that was tough in a locker room full of guys who pride themselves on being like the biggest, meanest, strongest, baddest to just watch me not like turn. And, and he was so close to the guy. I he didn't even reach an arm out. It was, it was bad. He literally he decided
1: bad. not to, he decided not to go for it. And it was like, it was, it, it was funny because like, I definitely like you, you mentioned that injury and all year I've been kind of trying to watch and see like, how's he look in the pocket? Is he like nervous about his legs? You know, like how does he look when he's out running? Is he like taking chances? Um, and he's been playing, like tough quarterback football. Like he never got yeah. hurt. Like it's been really impressive. And then, you know, just watching him just literally take the playoff after that fumble. <laughs> I just have never seen a quarterback that blatantly, besides Cam Newton not going for that fumble, fumble in the Super yeah. Bowl. <laughs> right.
2: it, it was just one of those where I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Pops. We have said, I'm not mad at the move because I don't want my quarterback hurt. Yeah. I don't want Dak to go for a tackle. I don't want Dak running putting his head down, trying to run a touchdown up in the third but quarter. But if the guy runs drop right beside the side deck, I'd like him to reach out, maybe. Or, <laughs> yeah, <you> know, just <laughs> show God. show some effort, a little, um, like not much, but some. It was painful. <laughs> uh, uh, I just had to mention that because that 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 video, the more they showed it, they showed the end zone view, and it's like, God, you were really that close. Well, it took them
1: like three takes of the replay to even like notice it had happened, like the announcer, so they kept showing it, and I'm just sitting there like, I swear to God, Bridgewater doesn't even move. I swear to God, he doesn't even move. And you see,
2: and what's, <laughs> what's worse is the guy that fumbled at Melvin Gordon yeah. is playing his ass <laughs> off trying to chase Darius Slate all over the field. And then to see Bridgewater do that was like, oh, man. <laughs> um, we mentioned the Bucks, and I do, I want to touch on this because I found something kind of interesting. And you actually, Pop, said it earlier. Is it possible that Antonio Brown is kind of the straw that makes that, that for the that stirs that drink for the offense. I mean, they're five and zero in games that Antonio Brown has played, and they're one and three in games that Antonio Brown has not played in. I was just looking at some Tom Brady stats in the games that Antonio Brown played, which you might remember, Tom Brady wanted him to come there. He's that slot receiver that Tom Brady kind of likes to have. Mm-hmm. They were even roommates for a second. I don't know. I mean, I haven't talked to my sources yet. They might still be roommates. Who knows? <laughs> um, Tom Brady has 16 touchdowns to just three interceptions in games that uh, Aaron Antonio Brown has played. That's a 5-to-1, about 5.3-to-1 ratio, I believe. In games where Antonio Brown doesn't play, he has a 2-to-1 touchdown interception ratio. A little over 2-to-1, like 2.1-to-1. Wow. It does feel... Like, I'm not saying Ant- Antonio Brown's still a really good receiver, but there's something what Antonio Brown brings, not only being that really good slot receiver route runner on third down, but also... I do feel like he's kind of the guy for that offense that Tyreek Hill kind of is for their offense, where it just makes the defense scared that he could blow the, blow the top off the coverage. And they look different in games that he doesn't play. I, I, yeah. Do you agree, Pops? Oh, I mean, what was it? What, I mean, seriously, correct And Gronk me. was out, was it, too. You mentioned Gronk, and that's big, too.
0: Well, no, Gronk mm-hmm. is big. But was it two or was it three years ago when A.B. was the best receiver in the NFL? Yes, uh, I mean the best, and and I think one of the best. And it's not like
2: he's had injuries that make you think he wouldn't be worse. Well, like he's just for, had to his head, perhaps. Field.
0: But <laughs> yes, perhaps. You know, but I think he still got that skill, and I, you know, that the, the the defensive backfield of whoever's playing Tampa Bay had better account for Antonio Brown, yes. for sure. Um, so, so yeah, you take a player of that caliber <clears throat> out of the lineup, it will have an effect, and then. And then Gronk, too. I'm not trying to give Tom Brady excuses or whatever, but, uh, but I mean, you take Gronk and AB out. I mean, he does have a, I mean, what is it? He's got a lot of options. I mean, yeah. he's he, I'm trying to think of riches. It's an well, embarrassment so like, of riches, but. Mm-hmm.
2: This is something LJ's talked about with big men. Like, it's funny. We're like, oh, well, Tom Brady doesn't have this. Tom Brady still does have. Mike Evans, just about to say, well, Mike Evans, was, was Chris hurt, Godwin played, Leonard Fournette at running back, O.J. Howard, Cameron Bray. It's not, a lot of guys would like to have the players the, the he had. Yeah.
3: And
2: we're like, but well, he didn't have Antonio Brown. Like, I, uh, LJ, you're, you're probably the least Tom Brady fan <laughs> out of the three probably. of us here. Uh, are you uh, just thinking about the Bucks long term? Are you worried at all about them, or is it like, oh, they're fine. it's it's middle of the season. they'll be okay? I think they're fine. I really do. I think
1: yeah, uh, I, I think I agree. How do they stand in the standings right now? What's their record?
2: They're still looking. the Saints lost, so they're still looking really yeah, good for that division. Three. They're six and three. So they're one game to a game and a half back from first.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm just not terribly worried about him. I think I think they're still, you know, a really great team. I I do I'm the the I hate Tom Brady, but he has a great quarterback that does build a you know, he builds that like he encourages the team because you can't count him out when Tom Brady's back there. He's I mean, he's making I saw a stat where he's making the difficult throws better than any quarterback in the NFL. He they, there's like a next gen stat out there of like tight window throws, and he is like you know, 70% where other quarterbacks are like 45% or something crazy like that. Um, yeah. So, you know, I mean, you got Tom Brady on your, on in your backfield, you're probably not, you know, giving up on any games, no matter what the score is. So you're going to lose a couple sometimes because that's the way football works. But I mean, their schedule coming up doesn't look all that intimidating, really. I mean, they've got the Bills, Saints again, and, you know, the Panthers could get spicy, but otherwise their schedule looks pretty easy. I mean, I think they're fine.
2: Well, and this – Tom Brady, obviously a veteran, but this team's a veteran. Like, not only have all – they returned all 22 starters, and they did this last year where they struggled a little bit and then turned mm-hmm. it on late. I They need to get Antonio brown Gronk back. And so I, I just think it maybe shows that we've been, like, talking about how great Tom Brady is at 44, and I do think he's played really well. But it is worth noting he's played really well when he has that full complement of amazing True. skill players. So – um, it, it, they, they
1: also, I think the, the only thing that's holding them back right now is their top 10 in every statistical category that I can come up with besides rushing yards. If they can figure out how to run the ball a little bit more consistently. They're going to get a little bit tougher looks, um, to defend. And, uh, you know, if they can, if they can figure out how to really run the ball on a regular basis, they're, they're going to be fine.
2: Yeah. I agree.
0: Well, let Go me ahead, add this. Uh, he It wasn't Tom Brady that allowed t- t- Taylor Heineke uh, and the Washington football team to have the ball for 10 minutes in the fourth quarter. That wasn't have his t- fault.
2: Yeah, he had Taylor's version of a at of 10-minute. And, and number
0: or... two, you know, and I like Bruce Arians. I do. If I was Bruce Arians, I might just chill. I might pump my brakes a little bit on calling out. Maybe the greatest quarterback that's ever played the game. Yeah, but he he,
2: he did it in week three of last year. I know he, did. he
0: was. Like, I know he did. I think I would probably use a little more discretion in how I talked about it, just because Tom Brady is is special. But I mean, whatever. I like I like Arians too. But yeah. wow, I thought you really did call out. It's bold. I mean, <laughs> uh, first ballot um, Hall of Famer.
2: From speaking of first ballot Hall of Famers, we have a generational talent we need to talk about over in Kansas City. They just blew out the Oakland or Las Vegas Raiders. And, you know, John Gruden's got to be smiling somewhere, LJ, because the Raiders have done it yet again. They start out really good, <laughs> start mentioning Derek Carr for MVP, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, maybe they're not that good. Yeah. Oh, what did, Was that a case, LJ, of the Chiefs kind of righting their wrongs and, and maybe the rest of the AFC should be on notice? Or was that a case of the, the Raiders also watching that game – Looked like they didn't do the thing that's been working as the Chiefs' defense, which is just play really conservative and see if uh, Patrick Mahomes will beat you in the conservative way instead of trying to chuck it deep. They played a lot of like cover three and not too deep. Yeah. So, what what did you think? Was that more of was it a little combination or do you think it's just the Chiefs being back or Raiders being bad? Where do you stand?
1: Well, I mean, we said they needed the Chiefs needed two of the next three, and they've got two out of two. So, um, they're doing what we said they needed to do. Yep. Um, Yep. uh, They got a big one this week. Yeah. True,
2: them, them and the Cowboys. I think this is the first game the Cowboys have played in a in a, in a few weeks against a real a real a team that they want to that they want to that is a Super Bowl contender. I yeah. don't want to call the Broncos not a real team, but sure this is their chance to really. Is your defense good? Let's figure out. Yeah. Is your offense good enough to outscore Mahomes? Let's figure out. And same for the Chiefs. When well, I'll Sorry, say I the, the big
1: thing about the Chiefs saying. that I'm liking after that game, and I don't want to like, but their their defense is playing a lot better. I think uh, Andy Reid said it best that the young guys are maturing really fast now. Um, and you can see that out there. Um, they're, they're not giving up crazy things all the time. Like they're, they're playing solid defense all around the field. And so that's what they need. Uh, if they can relax a little bit, then Mahomes can throw for 400 yards and five touchdowns. And, uh, they're going to win a lot of games if their defense can play like they've been playing. I mean, there's also the question of, are the Raiders really the same Raiders that we had four weeks ago? Um, because so much has happened to them, but, uh, so we'll you know we'll see how the season plays out, but I I like Kansas City right now, and uh, yeah, I'm excited about this game this weekend. That's going to be something else.
2: Mm-hmm. Pops, where where do you stand on? Do you, do you think that this is the this was the Chiefs kind of going to the rest of the AFC like, hey, we're still here, we're still we're still the Chiefs?
0: I think it was some of that. I think it was a little more the, uh, like we've talked about in the past. All the noise that's got to be going on in Las Vegas in that locker room. I think it was probably a little more the Raiders uh, not. Playing up to par and not reading the playbook that showed the way to play Mahomes right now is to Mm -hmm. do that 2D safety and make him be patient, make him be patient, which I thought the Mannings brought out so clearly, you know, how they do that Monday Night Football with Aaron Rodgers and how he was, although he's an ass, he was (laughs) astute enough and and patient enough to – To just go, we'll take six yards of
2: carry, six yard catches, and yeah,
0: Yeah. which is probably tough for a quarterback of that talent and that ability. But so I think it was a little more the Raiders than it was the Chiefs. But now, man, I'm not counting those Chiefs out. I mean, Mm -hmm. they they're scary, and and their defense is playing a little better, like you alluded to, LJ.
2: LJ, it's interesting. I've I knew I kind of thought, agreed with you. Like the defense does seem like they're playing a little better. Four of their last five games. So in their last five, if you don't count that Titans game, where it maybe it was like we talked about earlier, just one of those weird games that we're seeing this year, mm-hmm. where they got beat twenty-seven to three. In the other four games, they were four and zero, and they have allowed one touchdown to the Washington football team, two touchdowns to the Giants, one touchdown to the Packers, two touchdowns to the Raiders. So the defense has played a lot better. Yeah. Haven't allowed twenty. Didn't allow twenty in any of those games. If you allow, if they can hold people under twenty. They can win a lot I have of put a lot yeah. of money on Patrick Mahomes to get oh, more than yeah, 20. Yeah.
0: He's gonna score 20 every week. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's worth it's worth noting that was against the Washington football team where Taylor Heineke wasn't playing against Tom Brady, so he's not that good. Right. <laughs> Daniel Jones, Jordan Love, in his first ever NFL start, and then we what well, we saw Sunday night. So I do think the defense is getting better. I'm not like trying to say they're world beaters. i I feel confident the Cowboys will score on them, but. If those Mah- Mahomes did some of those Mahomes plays where he was like scrambling and just chucked it up to their running back and the running back just mossed, uh, whatever his name, uh, Jones or can't remember his name right now, but the backup running back who's playing in, oh yeah, H Darryl Williams, a, I think. Yeah. Darryl Williams. Yeah. Made, God, a made a fantastic catch. catch. Mm. It might be a case of the Chiefs didn't look like the Chiefs because they were having some weird turnovers. We, we talked about Patrick Mahomes' weird turnovers. Mm-hmm. If, if we don't get those weird turnovers, all of a sudden that offense will get you. 25-plus points. And defense, we just need you to hold them under 21. If you can do that, mm-hmm. we win every single game. And All even right. if you give up 30, we might still win. You can say what you want about the Chiefs. Don't nobody want
0: to play them in the playoffs no, right now. No, I, I guarantee no. you.
2: So I'm really, really interested in this Cowboys-Chiefs game. I, yeah, I don't do. know. They can flex games. I don't know when they decide. Yeah, when is flex it? Flex When's it scheduled? It's a 325 game on Fox. So Fox, the NFL likes having those big, big afternoon games, especially the rest of the afternoon game is – there's like two other ones and they're both not very good. So I bet the NFL leaves it there. But I would – if I'm Sunday Night Football, NBC, I would love to have – I don't know, would be back-to-back Chiefs games. But Cowboys Chiefs on Sunday night would do very well for them ratings-wise. Mm-hmm. But that's a huge measuring stick game to me. I think that's a chance for the Cowboys defense. who They're banged up, so I don't even know if, if who all will be playing. I don't know if Gregory or Lawrence will be back yet. but Or I know Gregory won't. But that's a chance for both teams to kind of go, we are that damn good. Because both of them – I think the NFL is aware of, but that's a chance for them to say, we're the best maybe in the league kind of yeah. stuff. So yeah. Interesting there. Um, Let's see. Was there any other, any other big games? I know we want to touch on power rankings up. Uh, I do kind of need to pops uh, the ramps. That's two weeks in a row. Yeah. What the hell? Um, I, I was ready to just go like, because I do think this is a year where there's going to be weird games. We're just going to go. I don't know what happened with the Broncos and Cowboys, but I still trust the the Cowboys. And I was ready to say the same thing about the Rams. And I do think the Ford ers are a team that are frisky enough to where they could beat just about anybody, but they should not have came in there and beat the hell out of you them. Know, like what, you know, I think
0: early in the game, um, you know, they get OBJ. Uh, and and actually, turns out they kind of need him with Woods out yeah. for the rest of the year. Yeah, that um, acquisition looks huge now. Yeah. But But – it was shot that first, you know, way downfield pass to OBJ. They tried to get the ball to him and he kind of looked like he quit on the play. I mean, it was an interception by Stafford, but it looked, it I think was it just, was a miscommunication. It, it was, it was odd. It was odd, but it seemed like that just set the tone. I mean, and they could not, they could not. Well, do and then the very right.
2: next drive. So then, so after that drive or after that interception, the 49 another go one, on. didn't he? The, the longest drive of the year was Taylor Heineke's drive until Monday night when. San Francisco ran out the entire first quarter driving 90-plus yards down the field and scoring a touchdown. And then two plays later, Stafford throws a screenplay to Higby that just bounces out of his hands straight to Jimmy Ward again for a pick six. So that at that point, six. you're like, wow, okay, now we're down not 14 nothing and we've done nothing. But they're only, they were only down 14-0. Isn't that why you traded for Matthew Stafford? Because you can, the problem with golf was getting down 14 and you were done. I thought we, I say we, but if I'm, in the, if I'm in the Rams locker room, we traded for Stafford because 14 0, we're still in. I, I tell you what
0: Stafford can't do. He can't catch the damn ball. And how many drop passes did you see in that game? I mean, that, that were there that should have been caught. I saw Cooper Cup, who never drops a pass, uh, drop one or two. Higby had one right in his hands for a first down and dropped it. It was just, they just weren't there. They just, they were not in sync. It, it was just a bad game. LJ, I mean, what, what do you think? What well, do you think? It's interesting that uh, as soon as OBJ shows up, he's got a habit
1: of teams falling out of sync as soon as he gets there. I'm not saying that that's the case, but it is interesting in the same way that, like, um, you know, Michael Crabtree constantly was in fights with cornerbacks that wanted to do violence to him. Wow. So you Good start point. to question yeah. the, uh, the wide receiver there. You got to look at OBJ and wonder if there's something there. But I think the biggest thing about this game, really, and this is a tweet by Robert Mays um, on Twitter. He said the Rams defensive structure essentially dares an offense to get bored running the ball. And the Niners staff thinks that running the ball is the most exciting thing on earth. <laughs> and I think that's that's basically what happened in this game is they didn't expect to play somebody that was just willing to just pound the rock.
2: But but hold on. They do. You know what the 49ers, their division rivals, Niners. you know what the 49ers, the 49ers want to run the ball and then they only want to throw it to d Bell, Samuel and George Kittle. <laughs> yeah. And that's what they did. Yep. But for some reason, you and if you're the Rams, you have a good defensive front, or at least we think you do. You have the best defensive tackle in football and you have the best cornerback in football, you should be able to stop two of those things, right? The run in Debo Samuel. I, I don't know. I, it wasn't like this was surprising what the 49ers did. We all knew what they wanted to do, mm. and they came in and just did it to the Rams, coming off of a bad loss. You would have thought. And I do want to bounce a, a quick thing on, on your thought on Odell Beckham. It is very interesting that as soon as he gets there, they have that issue. But Odell, I think, was targeted on four passes total in the game. Mm. I do think that deep throw was Stafford. And it's interesting because Pops actually alluded to this last week talking about Stafford with Calvin Johnson. When he has faith in receiver, he will just chuck that bad boy up. Right. And that's what he did on that long one. And I, I think Odell Beckham was like, oh, so you'll just throw it up even though there was two people out there. It wasn't like Odell was open. He was just like, <laughs> F it. Let's see what happens. And,
0: and that might work later in the year because yeah. I yes. do think Beckham will go up and get that yeah. ball. But but they're just it's just too new, too fresh.
2: It just was – it It was interesting. I don't think – the way it worked out with those two quick picks and it did feel like they were trying to get Odell going early, it, it played perfectly for someone to go, oh, interesting, a quarterback struggling yeah, yeah, yeah. as Odell's in the lineup. But I do – also to throw water on that, the uh, Browns' offense didn't look – Baker didn't look that no. good this past well, week and, and, and
1: Odell wasn't The there. other thing is when, you're, when your wide receiving core changes as much as theirs has in one week, um, then there's mm-hmm. going to be some confusion. It's just going to take some time for that to gel. Is Robert Woods going to come back? Like, how bad is that? Nope. Torn ACL for years. So they're going to work this out, and it's it's they're going to find their sink. I mean, this is a well coached team, obviously.
3: I
2: actually think Cooper Cup is. I mean, anybody who plays fantasy football knows Cooper Cup is awesome (laughs) in fantasy football. I think Robert Woods is a more important player to their offense than Cup is, just because Woods moves all over the field. He's a really good run blocker even I'm though the stats weren't there i think mm-hmm. he's super important yeah. and i also i think he's a huge locker room guy for him so that that injury i'm not I, so we 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 like to have this running joke it seems like on the pod or at least we've mentioned a few times where the panic button where where it's sitting yeah. the the rams i do i have it now on the table i'm <laughs> not pressing it at all but it is now on the table because i can write off one game two games is hmm yeah,
0: yeah. i got it in the room but it's way on the other side of the room i don't okay. yeah it's – they're going to be all right.
2: Um, let's – is there – Oh, I don't – we don't have to spend too much time on the game because it was – honestly, it was miserable watching it. That Lions Steelers. Game. Oh, my, my God. Yeah. <laughs> 16 to 16. And I do think it's interesting. I don't think we talked about this on the pod, but uh last time I was in town, Pops, I think me and you talked about it. That game once again showed me that there's a lot of guys that are good at football and get paid to play football and maybe even like the sport, but they don't love, like, watching it and love – football the same way we love football cuz once again so many players in that game didn't realize that you could tie at the end of the <laughs> overtime. We had Najah Harris who said he was just gearing up getting ready to like prepare himself for another quarter thinking all right, we're going to another quarter. You had a couple of uh the running back I can't remember his name that he's out of Northwestern for uh, the Lions said that uh he was over there he heard from multiple people who was like you can go up to 3 overtimes up to 4 overtimes maybe there's two overtimes. <laughs> one person said there's only one. So he had no clue. I think it just goes to show, and we oh, everybody remembers Donovan McNabb. That's right,
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> who I remember.
2: I, it, it just goes to show, because like as people who watch the game all, every, you know, we're sitting on Sunday watching Red Zone all the time. We all know you can tie. Mm-hmm. I just don't think these guys on their byways. I don't think they're watching every single game. They they get paid a lot to do f- play football, and they're happy for it, and they'll go out and do it. But it's not like they play Madden all the time, you know. <laughs> I just gotta wonder just though, how
1: do you throw for 114 yards in a game with overtime? Like, what is like golf? Golf, that is such a bad stat, <sighs> dude. Mm.
2: Golf's not good. I mean, <laughs> He's it's not. Just find it simple. They, that game was so. Oh my! And then. It was bad in regulation. Then it gets to overtime, and then Deontay Johnson fumbles. Yeah, and then the Lions get the ball, and Lions kick the most pitiful field goal I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. And then Fryer Muth fumbles the ball. I mean, it was just like was usually when there's a game that's running late on the three on the noon slate, and it's running into the four You're like, oh sweet, we got a really good game yeah. to kind of keep us going while these other ones get started. You know, while the the three twenty five start and all the, like first quarter. But this was one where it's like. Can the red zone quit showing it? I know it's <laughs> overtime, but let's just get to the other game. This sucks.
0: Maybe we should have known it was a weird week. Was it? not it Thursday night when Miami beat Baltimore? I mean, yeah, which was yeah, an true. aberration. Maybe we should have known right then that this was going to be a nuts week.
2: Um. Well, the Bills bounced back in a big way. They, they, they're. Yep. I think they're. I, I don't think any our thoughts have changed. Last week we weren't worried about them. This week we're not worried about them. The only thought I had in that game was. Mike White, you didn't listen to uh, the episode? Why did, you, why did you play? He lost millions He wasn't supposed of dollars to play. This week. Legitimately, <laughs> might have lost millions of dollars. He threw an interception to not one defensive back. Every starting defensive back on the Bills got an interception. <laughs> I mean, Mike, listen to the pod. Yes. You, you should have just sat that one out. Let Joe Flacco go in there and play. He's already got his – he already bamboozled the NFL with his big contract. So – Get your shot. Uh, mm-hmm. was there any any other games we need we want to touch on before we get to the power rankings? Uh it was cool to see Cam Newton get a couple touchdowns. Yeah. I, yeah. That was fun. No, it
0: wasn't. No, it wasn't. Oh, oh, oh I let's mean, let me
2: hear it. Yeah. I'm back. I mean, put your damn
0: helmet on. Quit costing your team 15 yards. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, he, he, I think Cam Newton's a dumbass. <laughs> I would not want him playing on my team. I don't I don't particularly like the guy. I just I'm sorry. I don't like Okay.
2: Him. Okay, I hear what you're saying, Pops. But it did seem the team responded pretty yeah. well to that. Like disagreed. everybody seemed yeah. on, everybody seemed totally on board with everything you're the saying. I agree.
0: Most people seem to like him on the team. They say he brings a lot to the team. I'm not in the locker room. I'm saying this completely from the outside. I completely agree with what you're saying. I'm just I just don't find him to be a very pleasant taste. I don't know. He just I, hear I don't that. I
2: hear that. I'm not a fan. I can see why you wouldn't want that. It is something to go like, he did cost your team 15 yards. Like, but like it, that whole sideline just went – they erupted. And it's not like that sideline was there when Cam Newton was there. This is a really young mm-hmm. team. So this isn't like former teammates. Right. These are all guys that probably didn't play with them. And even like you saw one where Christian McCaffrey – it was, it was, I think it was a rushing touchdown. McCaffrey was behind him. And McCaffrey celebration, he didn't know what to do. He just started doing like the Conor McGregor walk, where his arms and legs were just flopping because he was just so pumped for Cam. I don't know. It felt like that something about Cam Newton rejuvenated that whole team at least for a week where they blew out the Cardinals. Now it's worth noting that Colt McCoy yeah. was starting for the Cowboy or for the Cardinals, and Colt McCoy is good for one really good game as a backup a year. You don't really want to see him in back to back weeks yeah. if you're that team. Uh, I don't know. I see what you're saying, Poss, but I disagree. It felt like that gave the whole team life. And, and I thought it was, I, I thought the team played well after that. And point. it looks like he'll be the starter the rest of the year, doesn't it? I, I think, think the plan Don is for them to start him.
0: Uh, so
2: they've really screwed up that. I don't have the numbers sitting right in front of me, but it's what they're doing with the quarterback position. So they signed Teddy, they, they cut Cam Newton, had to pay him dead money to cut him, and then signed Teddy Bridgewater. Well, to trade Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater to the Broncos, in that agreement, they agreed to pay some of that contract. So they're paying Teddy Bridgewater like nine plus million right now to play for the Broncos. Mm. They also traded for Darnold and immediately agreed to pick up his fifth year option for next year, which is 20 plus million guaranteed. Wow. So even if they cut him, they're paying him 20 million guaranteed. Then they signed Cam Newton, who they paid to leave a couple <laughs> years ago to a $10 million contract this wow. year. So. They need to figure out something with the quarterback position because the rest of the roster I actually like. Mm-hmm. I like their roster. I'm not and I giving up on Ken.
0: Darnold. I think Darnold can. I, I mean, I hate he got know. hurt. He, I he think not He was bad de- the last couple weeks. I, I agree. He, he was. But I wish he wouldn't have got hurt and seen how he reacted and played through if he could have. But it is what it is.
2: Um, do we want to get to power rankings now? Or do you want what, to – what do y'all think? Let's, you think? You want to go yeah, there? I did not hear a power ranking. Let's go. All right. Here we go. These Number Kevin's power rankings. Kev, Kevin's updated power rankings, and y'all are just going to tell me where I'm completely wrong or possibly right. Maybe I'm writing all five. I doubt it. We'll see.
0: Are you going to start five to or one?
2: Um, start at where five. Would you, where would start at five? Okay, at five. Well, hold on. Let me. They're in my head, so let me. Let's write this down.
3: Uh, 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 you need to take your shoes
2: off or anything? It's five. He's <laughs> no, probably no, good. no.
3: Uh, <laughs> it's
2: five. Oh, uh, and okay. Number five, we are going to put in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I still am fine with the Bucs. I think they'll figure it out. I'm a little concerned with their defense, but I would be willing to bet that offense gets it rolling to finish the season. If if, I think that Brown and Gronk probably could have played this week, but they rested them, a little load management, as Pop Mm. said, and thought they could win without them. And clearly those two mean a lot more to the offense than they realized. I think they come back and that offense starts rolling. So I, I still got them at five. I was gonna have the Rams at five before Monday Night Football, but I, <laughs> yeah. I, two losses like that back to back scares me. Even though the Bucks are also coming off back to back losses, yeah. so maybe these make no <laughs> sense. But the Rams are on the outside looking in, Bucks at number five. Number, or, do y'all kind of agree with that, or should it be higher? No, or, that sounds. What about do you right. think, yeah, L.J.? Yeah, I'm okay with me. it. Yeah. Number four, we're sitting with the team that might be the best team in the AFC. I got LJ's Buffalo Bills right. at number four. Bills Mafia coming in at four. I wouldn't mind them being higher, but I just – I'm still – it's been the same thing I've worried about them all year, that no running game scares me. Yeah, they, yeah. The J- I don't care about you beating the Jets, honestly. I, the Jets suck. I don't know how they beat the Bengals. I don't know how they beat the Titans earlier this year, but they they stink. Yeah. They're terrible.
3: Okay. Bills
2: at four. Number three, and some people might think this team should be higher, Honestly, I don't know if they should even be this high because I don't know how good they are, but this is a respect thing. Tennessee Titans. I'm putting the Titans at three. I still don't know. This, the last two wins haven't been convincing, but a win is a win. They've now beat five straight teams that were in the playoffs last year, which in a year where, in a year where we just said, it's hard to see teams be consistent and there's a lot of these weird games. When you put together five straight weekends playoff teams, I got to give you a little respect. So I'm putting them at three. Maybe not enough respect, but... Should they be higher? Y'all cool with where they're at? Nah. I mean,
1: what do you think, Hill? Oh, I'm starting to get nervous that we haven't heard about any teams with stars on their helmet. So, um, right, yes. <laughs> I think we will. <laughs>
2: but uh, otherwise, sitting at that. number. <laughs> well, that segues perfectly, LJ, into number two. <laughs> the number two team in the NFL should be number one, but they laid an egg two weeks ago. <laughs> the number two team in the NFL right now is your Dallas Cowboys. I still, I last week, showed it, proved it again. The best offense in football. Not the best defense, but I'm really impressed with what the defense did against a Matt Ryan offense that has been really good the last three weeks. And they just shut them totally down. Maybe that's somewhere Dan Quinn kind of knows Matt Ryan. I don't know. But they shut them down without their two best pass rushers in Randy Gregory and Demarcus Lawrence. I'm not calling Micah Parsons a pass rusher because he's just a flat-out beast yeah. wherever he plays. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know where to put him because he's awesome everywhere. I, number two is where I got the Cowboys. LJ, is that too high? Is that what you're, I, I knew you were going to be nervous about yeah, that. Yeah, I was, one.
1: I mean, really, it's, that's probably accurate. I, I really want them to be lower just to like, you know, tamper your spirits a little bit. Um, but two doesn't feel too bad. I was afraid that they'd be number one. Um, but, uh, <laughs> they are, they are a good football team. They're a really good football team. There's no doubt about it. Um, they're in the top they're- five. Two doesn't seem terribly unreasonable anymore.
2: Pops, this may be a little uh, mind trick I'm playing on LJ here because I I do recall now last uh, power rankings we gave or the Kevin power rankings I think three or four weeks ago I also had the Cowboys at number yeah. two. Maybe this is the thing where like I'm just trying not to sound biased by putting them high but not too yeah. high. I don't know. Uh, do you think Cowboys sitting at two is is all right? Too high? Too low? Yeah,
0: I, you know, I probably would have put them at three. Um, but With the Titans but, ahead, yeah, yeah, just because I mean, they played five straight playoff teams. You know, the, ty- the Titans just am- are amazing to me, and I, and I like the way they're playing football. But, but I do like Dallas, but probably some of that cautious optimism too. I mean, I am a fan, I would, I would have probably switched those two, yeah.
2: I thought that loss for the Cowboys actually was probably needed, they were getting a little too flashy and thought they were all hot shit, which I do think that I put them at two. So clearly I think they're hot shit, but I think when they start thinking too much in the locker room, that, that's where you get in trouble. And so they needed something to kick that kind of yeah. take down a notch. Now, if we were doing coaching power rankings, Mike McCarthy's not in the top five. Just <laughs> in case anybody was wondering, I just think that roster is a number two roster.
1: Well, I think, I think you're dead on too, because I think like part of it is you got to believe that you're hot shit, but the other thing is you got to believe you got to earn that you're hot shit. And, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. the loss yeah. of the Broncos made them realize how much they had to earn it every week. So yeah. uh, they looked tough. No,
2: number one I'm on is, pencil this the, in. is the ass hat himself. Yes. It is the green Bay Packers. I don't know for sure. I think we might have to go back into the archives. I I don't know if I chose them to win the Super Bowl, but I think I picked them to be in the Super Bowl.
1: Editor's note, Kevin did pick them to win the Super Bowl.
2: The Packers, as someone who has a lot of rooting interest in an NFC team and someone who thinks that that team could win a Super Bowl, I am very, very nervous about the Packers because they are winning without Aaron Rodgers doing much of anything.
1: Yep, and it's getting cold in Lambeau. I don't want to go there in the playoffs.
2: And I think we're going to get into this in a second. Home field advantage, There's only this year – and every I think everyone knows this, but just to reiterate, this year there's only one bye, one team that gets home foot advantage, and they'll get a bye. If the Packers get that bye and you have to come to Lambeau to play them, and that defense is as good as we think. Aaron Rodgers, he'll he'll be affected by the cold, but he's shown he can play in the cold. I don't know the same for a, I haven't seen Stafford in a cold playoff game. I don't I don't know about Dak in a cold playoff game. Kyler Murray isn't the biggest guy, I don't know. Tom Brady can play in the cold, I think, because he played in New England for a long mm-hmm. time. But the rest of that team doesn't play in the cold that often. I don't know. I, I do think that matters. And I have some stats about that defense I might bring up. But LJ, do you, I know neither one of y'all, I think Dad probably more so than you, aren't the biggest Aaron Rodgers guy. But do you think they deservedly are at one? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think they're probably the best team in the NFL. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm with that, Pops. What a I You know,
0: I, I do too. I, I think of trying to tackle AJ Dillon when it's five degrees outside and he's yeah. coming at me with a with a lot of speed. That is, I, I mean, forget he, he he
2: he has two names for his quads. One's Quadzilla and one's Quad. <laughs> I can't remember, but they are some tree trunks for yeah, legs. He's not
0: Derek Henry, maybe, but I would still not want to. I would if it's below freezing, I don't want to oh. tackle him. I don't want to tackle him if, if it's 70 and sunny do out. Do you ever think what do do some of the Packers think, dude? Let's don't get home field advantage. I mean, <laughs> I it'd really be a lot easier to play in Tampa in January, or Dallas
1: <laughs>
2: or you know. Jeez. Maybe, but I don't know. The Lambeau is one of those so I was looking, I was actually kind of looking at the the NFC at, at about home field advantage. If you look at some of these top teams, like the Rams, if they get home field advantage, I think it's good for them that they don't have to go to the cold. But there's not really a huge home field advantage in SoFi. Last, a lot of teams that go to, to L.A., they have as many fans as the Rams do. Yeah. The Buccaneers, Tampa Bay's probably decent just because at least they get to stay in their great weather. And I think they have decent fans. The Cowboys, interest I, I would think the fans would travel, but that Broncos game, there's a lot of Broncos fans in Dallas. I mean, it was loud when the Broncos were doing well. So I don't know. about And then the Cardinals... They have decent home foot advantage, but there's, I've seen some Cowboys games where there's more Cowboys fans and Cardinals fans there. The, the Packers, Lambeau. Loves the Packers and those fans, they'll pay $300 for part ownership that doesn't actually get them anything. So they, they like the Packers, uh, mm. they'll be rooting loud and it's cold as hell. So,
0: I mean, it's a little telling that you let the Arizona Cardinals out of your power five. I mean, and they've only lost games when their quarterback's been out. I mean, true, you know, good I, point. Well, put. I agree with you, Kevin, but I don't think they're going to be there in the end. I just I don't know why. I don't have faith in them. But, I mean, they are missing DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray, uh, who was on an MVP pace. So, they they get them back. There will be a force to be reckoned with, I
2: think. So, here's looking at the Packers. Last three games, they played Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, and Russell Wilson. In those three games, they allowed 34 points combined. Mm -hmm. 34 points total. Those three quarterbacks against Green Bay had one touchdown and four interceptions. Those three – MVP caliber quarterbacks went for one touchdown total, four interceptions against every other team this year. Those three quarterbacks have 51 touchdowns and 16 interceptions. And let me add the Packers, the Packers all pro cornerback Jair Alexander hasn't played since week four. True. True. That's, that just scares the shit out of me as a team where Aaron Rodgers hadn't scored 27 points. I, I think he's been under 27 in five straight games that he started. That's a long, he's never done that before in his career and they're eight and two. So, when he starts getting rolling, if that defense is this good, they're going to be really scary. And the Aaron Jones injury isn't that big of a deal because you just mentioned A.J. Dillon might be better. Like He's really good. So Well,
0: and I'm seeing Aaron Jones is maybe two games that he's going to miss. Yeah. So he
2: gets a little rest, comes back fresh. And I, I think they'll say, and as someone who has him on a fantasy team, it kind of sucks, but I think they'll go, you know what, two weeks, go ahead and take three. Make sure you're totally good. I agree. And, and Aaron Jones is a. a weapon.
0: I mean, I hear yeah. you about A.J. Dillon, but Aaron Jones, I'd like to have him on my team. Uh, he, he's yeah. a hell of a back.
2: The, the other team that you might could say slips in, and I didn't put him in. Let me pull up. I kind of want to look at their most recent schedule. But uh, the New England Patriots. They're on fire. Stop me if you've heard this before. It feels like a Bill Belichick team is rounding into form midway through the season. They, they just beat the Browns. Who we, I feel like the Browns have a good roster. They're without Nick Chubb, so that's worth noting. Baker Mayfield has a lot of injuries going on, but he was good two weeks ago. Beat the Browns 45-7. to seven. Yeah. You don't beat NFL teams that bad very often. Then they, they also beat the Chargers, who we thought the Chargers were a good team. They played really well. The only quarterback that's played well against that Patriots defense is really Dak Prescott. No other quarterbacks played well against him yet. Tom Brady struggled against him. True. I don't know. They're really good. And Mac Jones made some throws. He His stat line's not crazy because he only had like 192 yards. But a couple of those throws were really good. And they ran the ball with two of their running backs out. I don't know the but the, the Patriots are interesting for sure.
1: The Patriots, I think, have a relatively tough road because they do have to play the Titans still. They have to play the Bills twice still. Um, the mm. good news for them is they're playing the Dolphins in January and not December, so that's definitely <laughs> better for them than usual. Um, that usually works out better for them. <laughs> but uh, they they've definitely they've got a tough schedule coming up. But they've they've looked great. They've looked really good against pretty
0: much anybody they needed to. When when you start trying to put down the seventh and eighth team in the playoffs, I, I mean, I think the Patriots are definitely in that discussion. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm with you on that.
2: It's interesting. So, the two divisions that are totally up for grabs, I feel like, even though I do think the Ravens are the best division in AFC North, mm-hmm. the Chiefs are now number one in the AFC West. Both those divisions are all sitting. So, like the Ravens are six and three, the Steelers five, three and one, Bengals five and four the Browns five and five. So all those are right within each other. Then the AFC West is very similar. Chiefs six and four and then every other team's got five wins, I believe, in that division. Mm-hmm. So, and what's funny, LJ, both those teams, they're the ones that play each other this year. Yeah. The North and West. So like, it's rivalry. I mean, it's, it's playoff games for pretty much the rest of the season for all those teams because you're either going to be playing a division opponent or someone else who's right there yeah. looking for a wild card spot with you. So those divisions, I have no idea. I mean, LJ, would you say that's Chiefs and Ravens, are you confident that those two teams win those divisions, probably? I
1: mean, if the Chiefs keep rolling, then yeah, those, those two teams win those divisions, in my opinion. Yeah, no doubt.
2: Pops, you probably agree? Yeah,
0: yeah, I do agree. I do
2: agree. So the Ravens really just,
0: threw me for a loop Thursday night, but I, I still agree they're going to get it right and win that division.
2: So, this is what you alluded to. So, the Titans, Bills, Ravens, Chiefs, we all feel pretty confident that they're going to be in. I think with the way the Patriots play, I think I'll, I'll feel confident the Patriots probably get that fifth spot. So then, six and seven, the Steelers. I don't, I think they're going to start Mason Rudolph again next week, who, which he looked very similar to Ben Roethlisberger, which is just bad. <laughs> then you got the Chargers, who haven't looked good since like week four. The Bengals. I don't know. The Raiders. I don't know. The Colts. Carson Wentz does some Carson Wentz stuff. Browns. Broncos. The Browns. Broncos. <laughs> Hell, the, the Dolphins look good on Thursday. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. that I don't know how you. It, it's interesting to see if one of those teams could emerge. But – and maybe Nick Chubb means that much. But also, Dearens Johnson looked fine for the Browns. I don't think it was a running back issue. It was something else. I, I think the Browns issue – and I think we, I mentioned this before. They have a quarterback that can he, – he can, he's more likely to lose you the game than he is to be the reason you win the game. And it's a bad bad situation to have. I don't know. I did see – let me find this interesting uh, Baker Mayfield set. Okay, Baker Mayfield has started 14 games – in which the Browns were outrushed by 50-plus yards. In those, he is 0-14, and 14, average loss by 17 games. If you're a good quarterback, then you can maybe overcome some of those. To lose all of them, I don't know. He just can't, he can't overcome it. I, I mentioned my power rankings of best teams. I never told you all the best worst team. Do you all want to hear the best worst the team? The best worst team? Okay. The best worst team. It is, shout-out to mom, the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings are the only team in the NFL to have had at least a seven-point lead in every single game this year. Wow! They're not terrible, oh, but somehow they screw up at the end. Like they—they're they're a really good team, but they're not at the mm-hmm. same time. So they're my best worst team. The Broncos were up there, but they—they they slightly got beat out. I—I think you by got the, the right Vikings. decision
1: there for
0: sure. Yeah, no, call. <laughs>
2: Um, NFC, we kind of talked we talked all about those teams at the top, but they're kind of in a similar situation as the AFC, where after you get past the Packers, Cardinals, Cowboys, Bucks, Rams, the, the Saints are five and four, Panthers five and five, Vikings, four and five, 49ers, maybe maybe they figured things out, they look good. Falcons four and five. I honestly, I think the Eagles creep into the playoffs. I, I think the Eagles, their schedule is really, really easy down the road. And they finally learned that maybe they should run the ball more than 10 times a game with Jalen Hurts. Mm -hmm. I I think the Eagles actually creep back into the playoffs and make things. I mean, I'm
1: just going to spend after last week uh, some time pretending the Eagles are a top tier team anyway. They must be. Um,
2: (laughs) Well, (laughs) coming (laughs) off that huge victory against the Broncos. Yeah.
1: So, you know, that's fair.
2: Did we have anything else interesting that we saw this week to bring up? I, I'm trying to think. We we mentioned the well, tie. We well, mentioned, can I just –
0: Seattle getting shut out yeah. at, at Green Bay. I mean, With come Russ on. With Russ back. With Russ back. I mean, let Russ cook. All this stuff. You know, now he wants to shut play out. 20 years and own a football team. Blah, 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 blah. Um, shut out? Come yeah. on. that's yeah. That really blew my mind. Yeah, that's tough. So –
2: Clearly, what, what it was Russ, right? That was Mister Unlimited, wasn't that him? He had that whole thing where he's Mister Unlimited. Well, on Sunday he looked Mister Limited. <laughs> he shouldn't have played. His finger looked like it was hurt, and he shouldn't have played. And I do have to give a shout out though to Russ's either agent or PR team because I don't know if you guys caught this, but on Twitter and both on like NFL Countdown and all the all the pregame shows on Sunday, at the exact same time. All the NFL insiders, the Rappapores and the Shefties and everybody were like had this new report where Russell Wilson has been rehabbing for 19 hours a day and he's been coming back <laughs> and he's been working so hard. And you would have thought like he almost died before it, you, you would not have thought it was a finger issue. You'd have thought like he almost had his whole hand amputated, but he's been rehabbing back from it. And I just want to say, first off, B.S., they're they're counting sleep time as rehab time when they say should <laughs> rehab nineteen hours a day. Yeah. Does that mean I rehab uh, seven hours a day also just yeah. for my non-existent injury? Yeah, yeah, you do. He his PR people are good because they fed him that and and Shefty and, and Rapport they all ran with it because it is a good story until you kind of think about it. Like, wait, nineteen hours a day. So was he just not sleeping? <laughs> I, I don't know about all that. Um, yeah, that that one was weird, pops, because he. I do think he ran against a good defense. Like we just talked about how good the Packers right. defense is, but yeah. Russell looked like crap. And I, I don't know if the Seahawks are any good, honestly. I, they don't, I don't, maybe like, Russell gets healthy and they will be good, but the defense isn't great and the offense isn't great. That usually means yeah, you're not very that's good. That's tough.
1: Yeah. That's tough to win when, when you're just
0: special teams, you know? I don't see him <laughs> yeah. making the playoffs. I really don't see Seattle making the
2: playoffs. Neither do I. I think no. they're just good enough to maybe beat a Rams or Cardinals down the road. Oh, yeah. One of those yeah. teams looking for a, a, one of the one seeds. But that's kind of why I think the one seed – I do honestly think the one seed probably goes to the Packers or Cowboys just because – or going I say that – is because the Cardinals and Rams are going to have to play the, – their bottom dwellers are the uh, Seahawks and 49ers. So 49ers I, I sure. think are two teams that can beat you any given day. Mm-hmm. Where on the NFC East side, even though the football team just beat the Bucs, I'm not really that concerned about them. The Eagles are limited with Jalen Hurts at quarterback. And then the Giants are the Giants. And then an Aaron Rodgers division, I like Justin Fields, but the Bears are the Bears. They're not great. The Vikings are the best, worst team. And then the Lions haven't won a game yet. So I I think they'll get to beat up on some bad teams where those other teams, you're going to have to earn it. So we'll see.
0: Did you see the Bills, I believe, have given up only six touchdowns all year? Wow, no, I didn't know that. I looked. Well, def- that's pretty impressive. I saw awesome. scoring defense, and and unless I looked wrong, maybe that was just receiving or or passing. But it looked like they had only given up six touchdowns all year.
2: That impressed the hell out of me. Um. Uh, by the way, to update the the listeners out there, we won't get to know um, if the Manning curse is ongoing because the Mannings are now aware of the Manning curse uh, and did not have anybody on that plays this upcoming week. That so. We won't get to see that. They did have Al Michaels on, who I don't know if y'all caught this. They showed a clip of Al Michaels golfing and Al Michaels, because it's like a sailor while he's <laughs> golfing. And it was hilarious. <laughs> I just, I never pictured because Al Michaels is always so cool, calm and collected when he's calling games. And when they had him golfing, he was like, you son of a human piece of beep, 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 beep. <laughs> It was, it was pretty funny. Um, I think that wraps us up for NFL talk, right? Do we have anything else? I do
1: have a question. Yeah, why in the world is insurance identity fraud such a trend for commercials? What the hell is going on that we have both Aaron and Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes trying to pretend like they're somebody else to get different insurance? We have um, Rob Gronkowski (laughs) trying to get into the veterans insurance and loans. Like what the, that's a fair, what the hell is going on in advertising that that is like a just standard idea is let's just do some identity fraud with millionaires. Like, it's very strange to me.
2: Usually pops is the one to come up with a commercial (laughs) issue, but you're dead on. Like all the, all the insurance commercials are NFL players trying to act like they are who they're not.
1: I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know why we're doing it. It's very strange.
0: Well, and have we talked about this? I mean, we. so Tammy even mentioned, you know, watching Gronk on those USAA commercials. It's just awkward. It doesn't work. It's not cute. It's not funny. He's and got why, the charisma of a rock. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> and why? why is a company advertising to everybody when they have only a fixed population that can use their product? I mean, you have to be a veteran, or the, the child of a veteran. I just don't understand why they're spending so much money in advertising to everyone when they have a limited scope of well, people. Well, and serve. I do
2: think hmm. you kind of answered part of the question in your question. That makes sense of why they do their commercials the style they do, LJ, to sure. me, because they're only advertising to whether you're a veteran or a family member of a veteran. And so they're like, in a funny or they're trying to be in a funny way, say like, LJ can't get this, you know, random Joe Blow can't get this, but you can, kind of thing. So that they're really trying to Make sure they get all of the veterans, which uh, pops, I guess, if you can only get the veterans and veteran family, you better try really hard to advertise to them. Like, but I think the commercials suck personally. I'll tell you, the oh,
1: yeah. uh, conspiracy theory, I think it's uh, military propaganda. Uh-oh. I think they're trying to convince people to join the army because you get all these benefits. <laughs> Wait, it out Perhaps. There, there you out go. There.
2: That could be it. The I have of heard of people that money. work with them. This isn't, they're not a sponsor of us, but I have heard from people who work with them or who, who are, use them that it is really good a lot of good benefits so. yeah I, it, I mean, sounds great um, we have a few more things to end out the pod with but before we do that a quick word from our sponsor
3: so here's something that I've been having a problem with lately uh, what's that Banksy? well since I've moved into the these United States sure I, you know I love me football I love me rugby but I just haven't been able to get fully into the American sports right Okay. Um, and I think there's something that is missing The gambling, gambling. aspect. Yeah, gambling. Yes, I love, gambling. I love I love to gamble.
2: Of right, around fantasy with sports as well. Um, and, no, no, no. And
3: there's no shields. No, um, I just want something that's a little more streamlined. That maybe, let's say, I could just—I mm, don't know—pay into a team, if you will. Uh, almost like I'm buying stocks. Oh, I, oh, 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 Banksy!
1: Have I got the the deal for you. So there's this website called Symbol. That's S-I-M-B-U-L-L. Symbol. Symbol. Yes. And so the way it works is if you wanted to buy stock in a team, mm. you buy stock in a team, mm. and uh, you get dividends when they win, mm. and the price changes based on the perceived value of said team. Mm. So you can buy at a very low price when they're down, sure. and then sell at a very high price when they're up. Just like stocks. J- I mean, yeah, exactly like stocks. Symbol. Symbol. S I. S-I-M-B-U-L-L.
3: Symbol. Yeah, it's like the NFT of sports gambling. Well, there we are. Symbol, the NFT of sports gambling. All right. Um,
2: real quick, LJ, and this isn't as much the product on the field, but it's something that I feel like Uncle Tony brought it up to us last week. We never got it on the pod, but I think as we got done, he might have mentioned it to us. And, and I think you might have done a little looking up, but it feels like even with the vaccine this year, and this is not uh, anti-pro vaccine talk, this is just a – it seems like we're getting more big players or just players in general te- going out of, of games, testing positive for COVID. You would think it would – I would think it would be better this year now that we have the vaccine. What do what your numbers show? Is it more this year or, or what, what, what do you well, think? Well, so I'm looking at um,
1: last year there were 525 games played. And there were 262 players who were diagnosed with COVID-19 this year. So far with the, up to the numbers that they've given, there have been 108 games played and 94 players. So obviously a smaller number, but when you take into account, uh, games, yeah. Um, if you were to take those numbers from 2020 and put them in a ratio that would make them for 108 games, it'd be 54 to 94. So almost double the cases of uh of covid this year um compared to last year um that also uh works out the same way as 95 to 185 for uh so almost uh, yeah well almost uh, exactly double for like all personnel all cases altogether. and so you know if you think like maybe they're over testing or something like that and catching a lot more they're actually doing about half the amount of tests uh per game as they did last year so they did um, after about 108 games, they did about 200,000 tests right now. We're sitting at, uh, 113,000 tests for this year. So they're doing half the tests and almost double the cases. So yeah, it's pretty insane. The number of, of COVID positives we're getting this year. And I so, don't know the reason why.
2: So uncle Tony, if you're, if you're listening, you were hundred percent right when you said it feels like there's more COVID cases this year than last year, I guess, yeah. uh, looking off that data and yeah. with less testing pops, did you, LJ said he didn't have an idea why. I'm, I I'd have a thought, but it looked like you might have had something. What you, What is your reaction? Well, I think the w- to
0: that? what I'm what I'm wondering is it seems like I, I don't know that I have a thought as to why there's more, but it does seem like the COVID cases, I mean, aren't as serious. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, and
2: that's because of the vaccine.
0: But well, yeah. but but like so, Aaron Rodgers has not had the vac. Do we have any stats that show of how many people that have had the vaccine in the NFL are
2: testing positive? I bet I that, that might be because that could probably yeah. be looked up, but yeah, we, we should have prepped that before. Well,
1: <laughs> I, I actually don't think you can find that. I, look, uh, I mean, I was looking through all of their COVID documents, essentially, um, and all the press reports that they put out. They, I don't think they share because I think you could then figure out who's been vaccinated and whatnot. And so they don't want to like force somebody's medical information out
0: there. Real much. quick digression on that then. Did Aaron Rodgers wear a mask on
2: the sideline this last weekend? Uh, well, they don't have to wear it on the sideline. They have to wear it within the lock like when they're in the facility. What about after the game and speaking to reporters? Is that so... They're supposed to if they're indoors. If they're they're unvaccinated indoors, they're supposed to wear a mask. But I I don't I didn't pay attention to it. I, I, I do... My thought, LJ, on possibly why there's more cases, even with less testing, is one... The Delta variant came in after last season. Sure. And the Delta variant's more contagious. Sure. But, and then two, I think last year, since there was a lot of people who were unvaccinated, like they weren't vaccinated because they couldn't be yet, mm-hmm. it was on you to really be safe and not go out and not go to dinner. And not, and there's just less place. There's more places open now. There's more places not requiring masks. And this is not me trying to tell you what you should and shouldn't do, or what's wrong, or right? But it's just, there is more places open and- I can just speak from someone who once I got vaccinated, I was a lot more willing to go do a lot more things and mm-hmm. go, even if I get it, like I'm vaccinated. So I think it's much milder and I feel a lot, I feel a lot safer. So I think that's what you're seeing. Whereas uh, I'm not saying telling you what Nick Chubb did or what Ben Roethlisberger went out and did. But if if they are vaccinated, they're probably more likely to go to the restaurant and have dinner. Whereas if I'm if I'm unvaccinated, I'm going my job's on the line. I better stay at my house and make sure I don't catch covid. So I think that's kind of where you see it. And we're just saying that it's that's why they're coming out with booster shots. It's, it's very possible you're going to have a breakthrough case and you're going to test positive yeah. with the vaccine. But the science shows, at least from what I've seen, you're like 95 percent more likely to have a very mild case where it's like yeah. feels like the sniffles as opposed to on a ventilator in a hospital bed. Well, so, especially
1: in the elite athletes, probably going to get right. over it pretty easily as well. Um, but, but so your theory that, that actually kind of lines up to what I was thinking about before I looked up the numbers. Cause my response to the question initially was, no, I think there are just bigger names getting it. So it just feels like there's more cases, which it turns out that's not the case. But when that was what my mind was thinking, I was thinking, why would bigger names be more likely to get it now? And I'm thinking last year before the vaccine was out and, and really we didn't know what we were dealing with the face of a franchise probably didn't want to be, you know, the person yeah. that messed up. Um, whereas this year it's a little bit safer to be the one that messed up or whatever. So you can take a few more risks. Um, so my logic was definitely going in the same route as yours is I think the vaccine has made it more possible um, for people to go out and get a mild case. Um, more likely. Yeah. It
2: was funny. That, I don't want to say funny because it's not funny that Ben Rothsberger caught COVID. I'm not saying that at all, but Ben Roethlisberger, did you see this on Saturday night? He self-reported that he, 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 he might have COVID. Like he was like, I'm feeling a little something, something. And it just was very on brand for Ben Roethlisberger to self-report a possible injury. He's <laughs> <Still, laughs> a, uh, a little stuffy. Might have to miss the game. <laughs> I, I could see play The through thing, I could play the through thing is, is Ben Roethlisberger, I don't think he took into consideration that you they will not allow you to play through COVID. So he was hoping like on Sunday countdown or on the, on the pregame show, they'd be like, Ben Roethlisberger's toughing out COVID. He's battling through the elements. He's like, oh shit, wait, I can't play? I thought I could play through it. That's the only reason I told y'all I'm not really feeling bad. My nose is just running. Still well, a,
0: he still gets a game check, right? Uh,
2: I, think so. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I think oh. you don't get a game check if you're unvaccinated and get COVID. Well, really I don't know. Is that to, true? I don't know. There's a lot of they really tried to make it to where you're very incentivized to. Get I know someone's vaccinated.
1: done the math on Aaron Rodgers is fine, uh, and it is exactly one play of his salary. <laughs> so um, I don't Poor think it's God. that. That yeah, the NFL I,
2: really came down hard on. So we're on, starting uh, to go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: So what was his fine? His fine was like fourteen you are saying he gets like $14,000 per play? Per play,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: hard hard so, life. So he's got to uh, do one play United. for
1: free um, at some point this year. It's probably going to be a run play, um, but he's doing it for free. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, I did see on that Roethlisberger, too, someone tweeted. I can't remember. It might have been like Rappaport or somebody. Uh, that's true leadership right there, and it's like, no, 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 that's the bare minimum. We've just lowered the bar so far in the last couple of weeks. <laughs>
2: um, I, I wanted to throw this out. This is a, another fun stat I had, and I didn't want to throw it out earlier because it would have been too much Cowboy stats for people. And <laughs> yeah, we got spread them a like little Kevin, bit, Kevin. Kevin, calm down, but this is just for all the listeners out here. Who was like, LJ needs to quit talking his shit about the Cowboys and all this stuff. Yeah, we need most, to more about that. The most games with 400-plus yards passing since 2018, it's Dak Prescott with nine. Patrick yeah. Mahomes is second with six. So that's pretty strong. That
0: that's a pretty strong little bullet point on your resume right
2: there. Wow.
1: Yeah, Should we get uh,
0: Dak Prescott's uh, uh, measurements for his jacket? I mean, what do you think? <laughs> well, Just,
2: people are saying.
0: People
1: are people talking. Are I'm hearing okay. it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> him and also the generational talent on the defensive side, Micah Parsons. I think we can go ahead and- Get his bust figured out. That's true. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let's wrap up here. Uh, First pops. And here's where I'm going to need you to, to um, explain some slang to me. But before we do that, did, did you have any bougie problems? Has it been a good week? It's just a it, check-in on Pops. It,
0: it, I don't have a bougie problem, but I've got, you know, we, we talk sometimes about best inventions, you know, in the world. I mean, you know, and things uh-huh. like that. You know, towels were one of them we've mentioned in the past. I don't know that we've mentioned this one, but just as it's gotten a little colder and I've been at deer camp, uh, you know, last weekend and and I come home, hadn't had a shower for a couple of days. Whoever invented the water heater, man. Oh, I, man. I dig that guy. I dig yeah. that guy. That is absolutely nice. right Or girl. It's possible. Yeah, yeah. whoever. Whoever invented Absolute the water heater, preach. But preach, brother.
2: <laughs> that, is, that is a very solid invention because there's nothing solid. like when it's chilly and you take a hot shower- yeah, it just sells.
0: Have Whew. y'all? Do y'all have in your shower? By the way, do you have? I have one gate. You know, it's 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 not two knobs anymore. It's just right. one, right? Right. And so, what's interesting is between the summer and the winter. In the summer, uh, I, maybe I've mentioned this before, but in the summer, I, it's about two thirty. And right now it's about 1230 because I guess it's cold enough.
2: Oh, like on the clock. Are you yeah, talking about? yeah. Okay, yeah. The so listeners. it used to
0: be about 1230 to the cold, 230 to the cold side. Now it's about 1230 because I need a little more hot water <laughs> in them cold pipes.
2: Well, I do think uh, in an Explain it to Kevin episode, LJ kind of laid out, because I had the issue where some, some uh, showers, my current one is fine about it. But I think there's one, I think it might be the one at your house pops, the upstairs one. It has like... Kind of room temperature, lukewarm, and then a little notch, and it's like hot.
1: Yeah, it is like on I'm, fire. Micrometer of comfortable water, <laughs> right? <again. laughs>
2: and there is like a slight comfort, but you, you might you while you are adjusting it, you might want to get out and just have your toe in that in that water flow just to make sure you didn't get to scalding from yep, lukewarm yep. To scalding. Good to know. I don't take a shower
0: upstairs very often, so good to know.
2: Just be yeah, just just keep that. Be ready for that if I you will. do take a shower Thank up you. There. Um, here's here's where I need you to explain something. Pops. Um. You've texted this before and you texted it again tonight. Uh, you said, let's see exactly what you were saying. Um, uh, okay. Riveting. We were, we were talking about doing the podcast. <laughs> we were talking about doing the podcast a little bit later in the night. And you said something like, all good to wait. And then you put like a little, I don't know how to describe that. That's a tilde? Squiggly. A tilde? Is that okay? What, what, is a t- what does that mean? All good to wait. Tildy? Does that mean like you're all good to wait? Like a, t- a tildy F- is, is like, like.
0: I mean, no. There, I there's no. Loose. There's no special thing to it. Number one, I just kind of dig a tildy. I think they're cool. I just really <laughs> see.
2: That's what I, th- I thought you might just be throwing in to throw it in. Like I didn't know if it actually meant no, anything. But they're kind of like
0: an ellipsis to me. It's kind of like a tildy. It's like it's all good. I'll be ready, tildy. <laughs> you know, <I> mean Tilde. <laughs> tildy, <laughs> tildy. <laughs> Maybe I'll I just add my verbal vernacular from now, on. Tildy. <laughs> well, well yeah, just for all been... the
1: listeners that are cringing right now, it's pronounced Tilda. Just no, out really, yeah, absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely. Pops
2: mispronouncing
0: something. <laughs> I prefer Tildy. Are you certain it's Tilda?
1: I mean, it can be Tildy in your world, but in the rest of the world, it's tilde. How it sure. how's it spelled. How's it spelled? T i l d e.
2: Yeah, that's Tildy. <laughs> OK, so this LJ, sure L.J., you're talking is. to the same guy who's been calling Stephen Curry, Stephon Curry for 10 plus years now. So,
0: Well, no hidden meaning. I just kind of dig the, the tilde or the tilde. And as a matter of fact, I like it being called a tilde better. So I'm going to continue with that.
2: <laughs> you know what? It's your world, Pops. We're just living in it. Man. We're all just here. Man. <laughs> Um, I think, LG, you, you didn't have any, any issues, any bougie problems or anything. I, I, we just skipped over it because I know the people – I didn't skip over it on purpose. I just know the listeners need this check-in on Pops to make sure. Has it been yeah. a good week? or shoelaces messed up? Are his towels good? Like, you know, how is he doing? So that, I just, that's why I, I checked I, in on him first. I don't
1: have anything to throw out there, um, but I did want to throw out there for the the sake of the audience. We don't warn dad when we're going to have bougie problems. We just throw it to him and he's
2: got something ready to go. I mean, it's just really <laughs> impressive. Um <laughs> This, this isn't, isn't something like, like we tell him the week before, have one prepared for us. This is just yeah. like, every no, day. Yeah, like yeah. Kevin will a down
1: to us every single week of like things we might talk about on that list. Never includes bougie problems. Pops <laughs> has always got one ready. It's just, it's dope. Except for every,
2: every, LJ every now and then though, every now and then there's a week where he's just like, it's been a solid week. Well, yeah, this week he well. didn't have any bougie problems. He just really appreciated water way. heaters. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: But, but you
2: just, dad's always got
0: something. Pops has always got something ready.
2: Like some ill fitting sheets.
0: Yeah, well, by the way, the the cleaner the cleaning lady comes tomorrow, so we'll get so right now I've got the sheets that all bunch up. They're way too big. (laughs) Tomorrow night I'll have the sheets that don't fit. They'll be nice and tall. But by when I wake up in the morning. So Andrew told me that they make
1: some like clips, by the way. So you might want to look into that. Yeah, there's like clips to hold on fitted sheets better. Something like that. Well, actually, oh my god, I can't believe I didn't think about this. What I've done before is use suspenders. Go buy a cheap pair of suspenders and clip the four corners. Under the bed. And you'll never have that problem again. Yeah. Okay. And you just leave those suspenders under the bed, but you just, you, you take the little like, you know, alligator claw, uh, mouth bit and stick the corner
0: of the sheet in there. <laughs> it's not going to pop off. Okay. I'll tell Tammy about that. Maybe we'll try it. Okay. Yeah. That's
1: okay. Gonna, All that's right. Good gonna. deal. Uh, Thank you. As,
2: as we leave the pod, I do want to leave you two with, and this is leaving you two and the listeners with something to, to ponder on. Okay. Do fish see water?
1: We're going to have to keep the silence in. That's amazing. (laughs)
2: Um, (laughs) We don't see air. So do fish see water? They probably, they see bubbles because they, they probably do see air. Like we see water, but
1: do, well, I mean, do you see water when you're in water? Right? Like, what does
2: that mean? Keep the again. Keep the silence. In. I, I, I think I see. I see. I, I look down. I can fill up. I have a water bottle right here. I see the water.
1: Well, yeah. When you're looking, if when you're underwater, you're wearing your little your cute goggles. I'm sure you got adorable goggles, mm-hmm. and you're just like snorkeling underwater. Do you see the water? The goggles are. So you I can actually see the pink, top of the water. Pink
2: goggles, but.
1: I figured they'd be really cute yeah. oh, well, they co- they but, also uh, cover
2: my nose because I hate getting water at my nose, but least, that's neither' that's too Steve yeah, no, goggles maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but no, like you can obviously see the reflection at the top right where the water meets the air, um, but like underwater, you don't see water,
0: right
2: uh, I guess I don't know you can feel see like I-
0: you can see water inside your little uh your mask sometimes, but if it gets in there sure but like uh, uh, yeah if, if we're
1: thinking you're water, talking about in the pool like
2: i'm in the i'm down in the deep end 10 foot and i yeah. open my eyes up underwater they're, they're gonna burn later because of chlorine but hey we well, got tough through next man up
1: you got a tough through um, yeah, man up you're saying do i see the water i right it's a fair question i'd say no i mean you do see in some sense you see like my like, vision's distorted things. so i
2: kind of know that is water distorting my vision a little bit but i guess i don't know if i see the water
1: yeah. I think the water becomes invisible to a degree. There is like a gradient to it where if you like look really far off, things are a little bit like almost behind a fog. Right. Right. Um, the same thing happens in air. It just takes a lot longer for that feeling of fog to set. So you're saying then, because you,
2: because my argument was yeah. like, I see the water in my water bottle. You're saying if I held a fish out here, one, that's, that's, yeah. that's punished. Why would I do that? Pete, I'm not holding right. fish out no of water. evil. I'm not doing yeah. that. But if I were, <laughs> they would be able to see that that's water in the water bottle. They would see that water. Correct. Yes. Okay, so fish, yes. so you're saying fish do see water? Yes. Okay. Well, I, I didn't have the answer. I was I've been thinking about it. This is what I, goes through my head. Well, in the on same way. Basis. So the
1: same way you can see you can see air, right? If there's if you take if you put bubbles in water, right? You can see that air. Ah. I can see wind. I can see the result of air, right? Well, you can definitely see the result of air. That's true too. And you can but see you're the actually not seeing water. wind. You're imagine. not seeing
2: wind. You're seeing things blown by the wind. You're not yeah, seeing wind. True. You're seeing dust. True. True, true yeah. facts.
1: But in the same way, yeah. So fish can see probably streams of water moving faster than others Mm. and stuff like that, um, or the effects thereof. But uh, but yeah, I would imagine they don't see water because we don't either. Like I don't I don't think they see water. Well, see when they're in it.
2: I'm glad we've. I don't know if if any of the. I don't know if the listeners out there have been thinking about this as much as I have the past week. But I'm glad (laughs) we could clear things up. This is what people come to the podcast for. It's for answers.
1: I'm also looking for someone to prove me wrong. That'd be great. If we've got a listener that, that knows otherwise, that knows that fish can see all of the water in front of them in some weird way. Let's hear
2: about it. Just hit us up. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook or Twitter at Just Press Play Pod. Or, well, not or. Also, this is an and. Don't do or. Like, go ahead and hit us up <laughs> on both. Facebook. Do both. And then go on to Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher wherever you get your podcast. Like and subscribe. Rate and review. Actually, it'd be helpful. Leave us a review. And comment on our Facebook telling us why LJ's right or wrong, probably wrong, but and, it
1: could be right. Could you please put a little tilde at the end of your <laughs> yeah, comment? Put a little tilde in there.
2: It doesn't mean anything again. It's just because it looks good because <laughs> we like the way they yeah, look. it. because Pops likes them. Yeah. He's, he's going to love your review if you put a little tilde at the end. So there you go. Uh, also, for the listeners, I do want to let y'all know we're going to check on Uncle Tony, see if see if he's figured out his electrical grid, if he's got his power paid for. If not, maybe we can like put together a GoFundMe <laughs> to pay for his electric bill. We'll work on that. And then hopefully, we'll be back all with power come next week. We'll see y'all <laughs> then. Peace. ready, the
0: Kevin, you may have to see if Tony needs to come take a shower or something. <laughs> yeah, for real. Because <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't next deck? No. Yeah. I mean, taking a shower in the dark, I mean, you can do it, but uh, it's not. So- oh, I love yeah. it. You like taking a shower in the dark? Yes, absolutely. I'm afraid I might miss a spot. <laughs> <laughs> I do it
1: mostly by feel I'm not like looking to see if there's still dirt on me you know because it doesn't show that way I know what part of my body I've washed yeah (laughs) shower night cold beer all at the same time lights off boy good time is that what heaven is? yeah (laughs) and you know what? Know which ones your soap, and your shampoo, or your shampoo and your conditioner based on where the, the little uh, lid is. If, you're, like if
2: you're an avid listener of the Just Press Play podcast, you know. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, so you're not even going to miss that out. Like, you're going to be fine. It, it's fun. Consistent listeners of the JVP pod are like, LJ, what's understood doesn't have to be explained. We've already talked about this. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we got our going out. Uh, little yeah. thing to play <laughs> alright <laughs> so I need to roll. I got to go. I enjoyed it. All right. Love you Peace guys. Peace out, Bye. Yo
0: that you fight well, now you can join us.